Hello, mighty people of the Most High and Magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word today straight out of the Word of God and share some things that are on my heart. So if you will just bear with me through this, it's going to be kind of a little bit of a tough word, but not too tough. But um, before I start, I'd like to pray. Father God, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus your most precious gift to humanity, Jesus. And I thank you, Father. First of all, I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for every one of our shortcomings, our sins, our infirmities, that he took our sicknesses, our woes, our griefs on the cross with him that we could overcome. And that our testimony would be in the blood of the Lamb. I thank you for that, Father. Lord, I thank you that you enable us to be able to walk out this earth, uh, this trial uh, on earth, all of the things that we go through, and that you give us all of these uh, gifts of discernment and different gifts you give us in order to overcome. And Lord God, I ask that um, you would be with us as we learn together and study together on this podcast and that you would keep my mouth that you would open my mouth and shut my mouth according to your very will and purpose for every soul listening and that the information given would be beneficial that it would keep feet from being caught in traps that the enemy has set for God's people today in Jesus name amen so Um, something, uh, I had a trigger (laughs) so many times I will do a podcast and I've learned this is my own, you know, from my own observation with myself, I noticed that I will come across something I didn't expect (laughs) and I will, it will trigger me and I will start thinking about it and then I will dig into it and then I will get, um, either excited or or irritated or I will somehow have an um, uh, emotional reaction you know um, ain't nothing wrong with emotions God created emotions uh, to create that passion in us right um, these prophets of God in here they they got emotional emotional is something that's been beat on a lot in this last hour with all the Calvinists and stuff that have popped up um, uh, but God created us to be passionate human beings not dead fish okay Uh, we're not the frozen chosen not on this podcast we have passion like King David can't read Psalms and not say that uh, there's not a lot of emotions in it you know so there's good emotions and bad emotions and uh, uh, God gave it to us so that we could be alive. We're warm-blooded creatures. We are uh, children of God. We're not children of the serpent. Serpents are cold-blooded creatures. Okay, they're left-brained. Left-brained. There needs to be a balance between your left brain and your right brain. And I don't know why I'm going in this direction. I wasn't really planning to. A balance is very important. There's a reason why God gave us two hemispheres to our brains. We have our left brain, which is more where we get our our reason and our logic. 
uh, and then our right brain is where the emotions and the feelings are housed together. And you cannot be led solely by one hemisphere or the other. You have to be in balance. All that has to come together in balance. Because if you are only led by your left brain, you're not going to have feeling and emotion and compassion the way you should. If you're only led by your right brain, you're not going to have any reason and logic or uh, what you call, what people call common sense, okay? And it's going to be all out of kilter the other direction. So there's a reason why we want to stay in balance with those two hemispheres. Satan is always at war with our minds in order to get us out of balance, okay? And you see it, you see it all the time. That's how Satan keeps the world off kilter, is by getting things out of balance. He, ta- he loves extremes, extremes, so that everything is thrown out of perspective, okay? Have you ever noticed, have you ever noticed that uh, or or uh, or have you ever known somebody? I know I have been. I have, um, or observed maybe a certain preacher or speaker that you're aware of that is just <clears throat> they're able to present the reason and the logic alongside love and compassion, and it just marries together beautifully uh, when it's presented that way. Because it's called the truth being presented in love, right? You can present the truth to somebody and it can be the hardcore facts with bullet points. But if it's not done with the right intention of love, truly wanting to help that person to see and to understand, it's going to be rejected 99% of the time. If it's not done for the other person's benefit, if it's done to make that person feel foolish or to look silly, it's going to be rejected. It doesn't matter how factual or true it is. That's why our love, our right brain hemisphere, is very important when you're delivering messages, when you're delivering, when you're trying to share a word or a message, okay? I don't know why I decided to go there that morning, this morning, but I think that that's very important, don't you? So that's my goal as always in my podcast, is to try to deliver the truth in love. Now, I can't promise you I'm not going to get spicy because I'm just, that's my personality, is to be, I call it being a spitfire. Um, uh, It is my personality to give big reactions, okay? Um, I am very passionate, and this is one of those kind of podcast so fasten your five point spiritual harness we're fixing to go for a ride and I pray that you're blessed today with it I pray that um what you what I'm seeing here you also will see and if you don't see it or if you find yourself caught in this what I'm about to bring up that please hear me out I'm not saying this to make you feel bad or condemned. I'm trying to get you to see what the Lord has shown me plainly. And I'm always continually amazed by God. Aren't you? You know, God will have you study something. 
It will be a certain phrase or a certain word or a certain scripture or any number of things. And many times in my own studies, I'll get entrenched in that. And I, sometimes I get down in those trenches and I wonder, why am I studying this? Why is this so important? I'm so into it right now. I'm so entrenched in it. I'm so passionate about it and I'm fascinated by it. But in the back of my mind, I wonder, why am I so passionate about it? Why am I studying this? Only to learn later as I go and journey on that God will connect me right back to it. Because he's got something to point at in the world and say, look, daughter, do you see? And I say, yes, I see. That has to do with what you were showing me back there. (laughs) You never get out of school with God. You are always going to be learning something new that's going to enrich your soul. And it's going to enable you to share it with others. And it's going to enrich them too. That's what this is about today. And so in my journey... Um, my, pil- my own pilgrim's progress, I come across things. I come across people. And God says, look, daughter. And I say, I see. Now go tell the others. So that's what I'm doing today. I love you, and I'm telling the others. So hang in there with me. And just because it reminded me of Matthew 24, I'm going to read this. So you're already going to know what I'm going to talk about. But it's going to be really interesting. So hang in there. Matthew 24 and 24, 24, 24. Um, I'm going to start at 23. <laughs> I always do that. Don't always back up the scripture. Okay. Then if any man shall say unto you, lo, here is Christ or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and show, shall show great signs and wonders. In so much that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Isn't that great that Jesus put that in there? He said, if it were possible. But it's not possible. We've talked about this before, man and woman of God. It's not possible because you are filled with the Holy Ghost of the Most High God. And God is going to keep his hand on you. He's going to point. He's going to say, look, daughter, look, son. And you're going to nod your head. You're going to know it's false. You're going to know what it is. Because God isn't going to let you be deceived. Hallelujah. Isn't he a good God for that? Because he loves you. So it's not going to be by your power and your savvy wit. And how smart you are. And how, how many scriptures you memorize that keeps you from being deceived. No. Because then that would give all the power into you. That would give glory to you. It's not going to be that at all. It's going to be God and his mercy on your life. And, and, and keeping you from being deceived. So all the glory goes to him. Because he said it right here. He said uh, they would show great signs and wonders. So that even it would deceive the very elect. Okay. Mm, if it were possible. So starting from that point. I want to revisit last year's um, message earlier. If you want to go back and listen to that today. That'd be great. But I want to uh, revisit plain vanilla Christianity. And I'm not going to go through all the points I went through in plain vanilla Christianity because that would just be redundant. It's already out there for you to go listen to it. Uh, I highly always suggest take a pen and, and a notebook and jot down some of those 
key points. Jot down some of the names I mentioned. Jot down some of those terms. And then all you got to do with your smartphone is put it in the search bar and start reading. Start printing out articles. Um, This will connect all of the dots. Okay, it will build a foundation for you to show you how they are setting up this Antichrist kingdom. It will show you how where the many gates are. You know, it's no secret. I grew up on a farm, a small ranch in central Texas, and and on the farm we have um, obviously barns and corrals, and we have um, uh, we have chutes. Uh, we have gates, okay, and a chute is, uh, for, for people who don't, aren't familiar with that kind of line, a chute is basically what gets you, gets the cows loaded up in the trailer. You, you herd them in the gate, right, and then the next thing is, <clears throat> a lot of times if you're trying to pick out one or two that you want to take to the sale or take to somebody, you, you cut them out of the herd and you herd them into another little pen and then from there you run them up into this chute which is just a narrow little pathway okay it's a narrow pathway where the cows don't have any choice but to go forward and and you shoe them up in there and then you have your trailer backed up to that and you have it open the gate is open in the back and you shoe them into the trailer but um, um, that's a real good example of all of how the enemy has these loading pins. <laughs> I'm just going I'm sorry if this is too country for you. It's the only thing I've got, okay? It the enemy has all these loading pins and such all over the world, all over the world. He's got different ones for different folks, right? He's got different groups of people. Different he knows what's going to work on this certain group over here okay this is the american patriots okay we're gonna we're gonna load them up we're gonna get them on board with the antichrist let's herd them into this side this this pen i get angry because i can see it so plain and then we have the new age people that they just believe in in god is an energy Let's get them loaded up over here. We know exactly, they know exactly what's going to lure them in. So they get them loaded in their own pen, okay? Oh, the atheists, don't forget about them, okay? They don't believe there is a God. They don't believe in anything. Let's get them loaded. I could just go on and on and on. Oh, how about the evangelical Christians? I've got a good one for them. Let's let's get them loaded up. Um, how about the prosperity gospel? Oh, how about the Calvinists? Well, we've got the perfect perfect thing to get them loaded up. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. What I'm trying to say is Satan has a trick for every, every just every category out there. Okay. But he can't put, he can't get his hands on God's people. The ones that are anchored in Christ. That we know the word. Not only do we know the word, we don't know the word from a fleshly way. Uh, Knowing the Bible front to back, read it from Genesis to Revelations and memorize it. That's not going to save you. Oh, I'm making some people mad today. I'm going to lose some listeners today. Oh, well, that's okay because I'll tell you why. I don't do this podcast I don't, to, to, 
to give anything but glory to God. I don't get paid for it. I actually pay to do it. Nothing. Money affects everything. Money, money is the it, the love of money is the root of all evil. I don't want money ever connected to my ministry. Okay, that's why I can say that boldly. Memorizing the Bible and knowing it with your flesh mind isn't going to save you. Okay, because there's a deeper revelation that goes deeper than your natural understanding and, and interpretation of this Bible that can only be given to you by the Most High God through the Holy Spirit of God. Hmm. Yes. Dead religion isn't going to save you. Not going to keep you from getting deceived, love, loved one. I'm preaching this morning. <clears throat> Why is she so riled up this morning? What's wrong with Heather Ann? Well, I'll tell you. Um, uh, I made a podcast. Um, it was earlier in the summer. Um, and I made reference to a, a false prophet briefly in that podcast named Julie Green. You may have heard of her. Julie Green Ministries. I'm just minding my own business as always. Seems like I just cannot mind my own business without God tapping me on the shoulder and saying, See, daughter, look. <laughs> and I woke up this morning and I got on my MeWe and I have my feed. I'm looking through and seeing what all the bad news is. And um, here is Julie Green Ministries again. She doesn't come out with another word. And <clears throat> I highly suspected. When I first came across her, that she was uh, connected to the Q movement and all that, and that St. Germain stuff, which I'll get into in a second. Um, but now, no, I don't doubt it at all. I'm going to explain to you why. These aren't just false allegations or my personal opinions. I'm going sh- to give you some proofs. I'm going to give you some links that you can tap on and look up, copy and paste, or whatever needs to be done. Um, <clears throat> So I look on there, and let me give you a little foreground first for those of you who are not caught up with that whole thing, the Q movement, uh, and how it ties into St. Germain, uh, how St. Germain ties into almost just about every kind of uh, false movement or deception we have today, including the um, I Am movement, which is connected to prosperity, gospel, word of faith movement, how um, uh, how St. Germain is connected to Madame Blavatsky um, and her occultic uh, teachings from the late 1800s, how uh, St. Germain is connected to Aleister Crowley, the famous dark occultist who he learned from Madame Blavatsky, uh, how uh, St. Germain is connected to uh, a guy named Guy Ballard who... Uh, was uh, uh, contacted by the spirit of St. Germain and he created the I Am movement. Look it all up. Okay, those are, if you didn't get all that, it's a smart thing to just go ahead and and rewind, push the little back button and get all that jotted down. Look all these things up. Um, All of this is connected is what I'm saying. Um, in the late, uh, I think it was late 2021 is when God had me really start studying that subject. And I couldn't believe my eyes as I 
dug in how this was like a tumor with tendrils going through the body of Christ and throughout the world. I was shocked at how many things went back to St. Germain. Now, I'm not going to harp on it anymore. I'll be honest, every time I've tried, so many times when I've tried to discuss this with people, I I try, but I'm not I'm not being led to do that. Sometimes it's just I want I'm lonely and I want somebody to talk to about this. You know, we want to talk to people about subjects that we're interested in or passionate about. We look for people who have those same interests, but I see people's eyes glaze over kind of like they like, I don't know what she talking about. I probably sound crazy. That's fine. It's okay. I sound crazy for the glory of God. But um why is this pertinent and how does it tie to this Julie Green? Well, I'm about to share it with you. Um, uh, I had posted um, an article or a link on my podcast earlier this summer. Um, I want to tell you which one that was. If you will just hold on a second. I think that I can share. I think I can find which one it was. And that way uh, you can go back and listen to that podcast. Um, Bear with me. just for a, a few seconds as I go back and look this up um, <clears throat> because okay it's the one called the heart is deceitful who can know it it was done July 25th of this last year and there was a, a um, there was a link on it about Julie Green, and it says, Julie Green brings our final prophetic voice reflection. We are waiting in faith, okay? So, there it is. Um, Well, I went to pull that link up, and it's not there anymore. So, huh? Maybe. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm big enough for anybody to take notice of, but maybe Julie Green heard my podcast and took it down. I don't know, but I... I took and I picked that thing apart because I recognize all of these key new age phrases peppered throughout her word that she got from God, quote unquote. And I called her out on it and I said, this this lady is an, into new age ideologies. Um, but that's greatly de- deduced from uh, just being a flat out prophet of Baal, which I'm about to expose right now. So, um, going back to, uh, St. Germain and all these movements and all these, these corrals that people are being corralled up in. Okay. Um, let's just focus today on Q. Um, why do I get irritated? Okay. When I hear people at Christians echoing this Q movement, I I tell you why. Is because um, I'm fearful for them. I know they're deceived. I know how deceived they are. How frustrating is that being a sheepdog? Many of you are sheepdogs, just like me. And you've been given knowledge. You've been um, told to warn people. You've been told to warn them with with love. And 
I had a wonderful livestock, livestock guardian dog. She was a great Pyrenees. Um, she was so sweet and loving. It's hard for me to talk about that dog without getting a little tear in my eye. But um, I actually had two of them at one point. And the male died. I had a male. They were such amazing creatures. And they were so discerning. They could discern between somebody who was a real threat and somebody who wasn't. They weren't the kind of dogs that just got up and started barking and growling at anybody that came up. They weren't stupid like that. They were smart. They were discerning. These dogs were truly a gift from God. They really are amazing dogs, and I plan on having some more. But, uh, matter of fact, the male actually stepped in between <clears throat> my, my precious Rosie and a longhorn bull that had gotten through the fence from the neighbor's place. My little, we didn't have any cows on our place, uh, but the neighbors had a longhorn uh, herd next door, um, and the bull had gotten out, come over onto our property, and my little girl was outside playing like she always would. She was a little bitty thing. She wasn't very old. She's about six years old, and. The next thing I see, and I run out, and here is Rosie crying, running towards me. And all Duke, the male, he stepped in between her and that bull and just ferociously attacked and started nipping at him. And oh, that bull ran off. He was a good, good sheepdog, so to speak. He was a guardian dog. Some of you have been called men and women of God. To be guardians, to be guardians, to watch out for those who don't know. Rosie didn't know when she went out there beyond the backyard uh, fence area. She always went out there. Everything was fine. But not that morning. There was danger. Maybe God has called you, man and woman of God, to alert when there's danger. And let me tell you something about that. When, when a dog like Duke or Daisy, when they alert and or when they really get after something that's a threat, they look scary. They look ferocious. Their teeth are bared and they, they go from being this sweet, oh, this sweet, cuddly dog. And they were, they were so cuddly. I could lay down in the yard with them and just rub my head up against their bellies. And they were just the, these big old dogs. They were big, way over a hundred pounds. Um, but they could be cuddly teddy bears. At the same time, they could be ferocious. You would not want to be on the other end of the stick, on the on the wrong side of one of these dogs. And I do believe that there are those of us who are called to that. So I kind of liken myself unto a sheep dog or a livestock guardian dog. When I see Christians that mean well, they're sincere, they're looking for hope, and they're being uh, deceived, that they're being disillusioned by some uh, great orator, great deceiver, great speaker. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get mad. I'm gonna get mad, and I'm very mad. I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I've got a righteous indignation this morning, and I'm very mad at Julie Green, and I know who she's speaking through. Because months ago, I noticed. She reads these long, drawn-out prophecies that she claims are directly from God. Long, drawn-out, detailed prophecies. And they're, writ, they're, they're read in this very casual, 
very casually worded. They're very specific. It's very strange. And I thought, I knew that wasn't God. I thought, no, why somebody listen to that? They should know better. That's not even what God sounds like. If people would read their Bible, they would know what God sounds like. And they would be able to recognize a false voice. Okay? So she reads these long, drawn-out messages. And I, I, I highly suspected. I thought, I wonder if she cha- if she's channeling St. Germain. If she's not just making this up in her own imaginings. Okay? God speaks of those kind of prophets in Jeremiah 23. Okay? There's people that prophesy out of their own imagination. And then there's people that prophesy straight from a demonic spirit. That's where it gets dangerous, and I'm going to tell you why. Because uh, the devil could make some things happen too and do some of these signs and wonders that's spoken of in Matthew 24. Oh, so people go, oh, but she said this and it happened. Well, (laughs) that's how the kingdom of darkness works. He's going to make sure he makes that thing happen, right? So he can promote that false word. He can promote that deception. And so she goes into this long, drawn-out word she gets. And I knew it wasn't God. And then I started listening today. I, I saw this guy on my MeWe, you know, my social media. That's my uh, generic, brown, generic brand Facebook. <laughs> and uh, um, he's supposed to be a Christian, you know, and he posts this Julie Green. And how she's now claiming that their secret tribunals are taking out all of the bad guys. Okay? So that's been something that's been said through the Q movement for a while. Okay? You probably already know that. That what they say is that the white hats, okay, are 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 down there in, in the trenches of of all of this, and they are uh, into all these secret places undercover and they're taking out the bad guys, okay? And that uh, away from the public so we can't see it, they're having these secret tribunals and they are execute. they're prosecuting, then they're executing them. Hmm. They also say in the Q movement there's going to be this big golden age where they're going to take all the money away from the bad guys. And they're going to give it to all the good guys. (laughs) They're going to take it away from all the bad people. And they're going to give it to all the good people. And then we're going to have like a kingdom on earth of goodness and wonderfulness. Doesn't that sound silly? I mean, you really have to be silly to believe this stuff. I mean, sure, it sounds great. Wouldn't that be great? Then we can all just kind of chill out and be comfortable and go back to our just fleshly life here on this planet earth and go on and just think about fleshly daily daily matters and just have a lovely life yeah i would like that i actually miss those days in my life before i knew what i knew today but the truth must be known we must be willing to read the truth of what god tells us is going to happen right he said the euphrates river would dry up And it did. He is the one saying that there's going to be a new world order antichrist government with a one world religion and a one world economy and that Christians would be persecuted in this last hour. 
He's the one that said that. Okay? So we got to be willing to, to, to read the truth and come to terms with it. And I'm going to put it the way... Um, before I continue, before I say that, I want to say this. So they believe in all that. They also believe that, um, well, they believe in the, the, the golden age where all the money's going to be transferred. That was the first video I think that was sent to me on her was this wealth transfer uh, prophecy. And then today, uh, just today, January the 3rd, it's the secret tribunals. I mean, it's just it's laughable. It's hard for me not to be salty. It's hard for me not to make fun of it. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I hope and pray to God that my humor will soften your heart. You know, through humor, we see our own foolishness. It helps us, you know. I hope and pray to God there's nobody on my podcast that that has been following her or maybe tempted to follow her or maybe considering. But if you're even that point where you're looking and considering, maybe, maybe she is a prophet of God. Well, then you should know today she is not. Because as, she, and I'm going to tell you why. Now, I hadn't got to the why. Okay, yeah, I hadn't got to the facts yet. So stay with me. Please don't turn me off. Okay. So the secret tribunal stuff, okay, that's connected to all the Q stuff, the Q movement, all that. But it gets much worse. It's not just connected to that, okay? It's not all it is. I'm going to post her video link on this podcast, and I'm also going to post a link to a new age website called blissfulvisions.com. And it is not Christian, so I will forewarn you, okay? It is a new age website and they talk about all the things they believe and it's good for us to know what they believe. You know why? So that when you see it, you when you see that come and slip up on you or slip into the church or slip into the sermon or the word of of some prophetic person, you'll recognize it. You'll be like that what? That came straight from the devil. Okay? So that's the thing about a lot of Christians. They won't study outside of the, of, of the, 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 the Bible. Okay, now hear me out. Don't, don't freak out on me. Okay, yes, we're supposed to know our Bible front and back, study it thoroughly. But we are also supposed to be educated about what others believe. Because if you don't know what others believe and why they believe, how are you going to minister to them? Or how are you going to know what the enemy's attacks are? Or how are you going to be able to recognize it when it leeches into the churches? Because Christians chose to remain ignorant. So much of these New Age beliefs and all of this occultism has slipped into the churches. Because they didn't recognize it. So please be a studier. Please be a studier. So it gets much worse. So blissfulvisions.com Okay, the link on there um, is uh, where they have channeled all of these ascended masters, okay? And these ascended masters are saying the exact same things, okay? One of them is St. Germain saying the exact same things that they are teaching in the Q movement to people under the guise of Christianity, because remember, uh, Q uses a lot of scriptures from the Bible, and it appeals to American patriots that want uh, traditional um, uh, 
Christianity and they want those values in our country. It's very deceiving. It's very luring. Okay, so he he washes everything with a Christian flavor. But when you really look at what it's really about, has not it's not Christian at all. It has nothing to do with Jesus. It has not, it's contrary to everything God said would happen. So not only does her word um, mirror everything that's been said, been being said on this uh, through these channeled ascended masters, everything, Nasara, Gasara, the golden age, uh, the shifting of the money, the money transfer, the um, secret tribunals, the bad guys are going to get taken out. All of it. It's all exactly the same word repackaged and peppered with the Christian flavor through Julie Green. Same exact thing. Same exact thing that the uh, channeler said that St. Germain spoke. Saint, so Julie Green, Julie Green, she prophesies by the spirit of St. Germain. Think about that. Think about that. Ponder on that for a second. The spirit of St. Germain? The same one that's being uh, channeled on the big New Age website? Yeah. Who is St. Germain? That should be your next question. Who is that guy? I wonder if I should look him up on the inner zones. <laughs> look him up. Do a little short study. It doesn't take long. It might take you two hours. Okay? Look it up. So, therefore, I can conclude that, and confidently, I can confidently conclude that Julie Green, leading thousands and thousands and thousands of people, they're hanging on her every word. They can't wait for her next prophecy to come out. Okay? I can confidently say she prophesies out of the mouth of Satan. Belial, Baal, Lucifer. And you got to understand, man, a woman of God, that Satan comes as an angel of light. He comes in an innocent package and he's a great orator. Great words. Great and swelled up words that sound good well-intentioned, but he is a master deceiver because he's been deceiving humans and he's been studying them for millenniums. He's been studying us for millenniums. So, wow. So that's what I wanted to share. Okay. That's what I wanted to share. And earlier when I cut myself off and, and, and uh, stayed on subject like I should be doing, I wanted to say this. I had a friend of mine say it this way and I got a lot from it and he said just like the first century Christ, uh, excuse me just like the first century Jews um, wanted a fleshly kingdom and they didn't want the kingdom that Jesus came to offer which was a spiritual kingdom they didn't want that they wanted a fleshly deliverer a fleshly kingdom on earth uh, that would give them power, that they can live out their fleshly life, and they didn't get that. 
You see the same thing with so-called Christians today. That's how they get deceived because they're not willing to, to loosely hold on to this life. I'm telling you. And the only way, brother and sister, to loosen the finger grips you have on this life, loosen your fingers, is through Jesus. He's the only one to give you that kind of peace. That kind of peace that says, I don't know how I would make it through if such and such happened, Lord. Or if they came for us. Or if they came to persecute, whatnot. The only way I could do that is through Jesus. Hanging on to this life loosely. Do you understand? Or simply knowing that you may not get to live out your full years on this earth. Jesus may come back and get us before then. Right? That's a hard pill to swallow for young people who haven't got a chance to have a wife or spouse and husband and children. Those are natural things to desire, very much so. Um, but God can help you to hang on loosely and say, and be at peace, okay? Because that's what draws people to these kind of false prophets is they love this life so much. They want somebody to tell them all of these bad things are going to stop happening. And and, and there's, there's good guys with white hats on uh, in these parts of the world uh, taking care of all the bad guys for you. Do you see how childish that sounds? It's, it's so elementary. It's, it's shameful to be deceived by something so childish that there's good guys. They're going to take all the money from the bad guys and they're going to give it to the good people. No, honey, that's something that would deceive a three-year-old or a five-year-old child. That's foolishness. It's foolishness. Now, um, I'm not going to go into... Um, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous and all that, because that's the stuff they use to justify what they're saying, their distorted, twisted word. Um, uh, is it true that God can prosper us, man and woman of God, that he calls you to have a business that makes, uh, does well? Uh, absolutely, he can do all that, and has done it many, many times over, all, and all throughout, you know, all of our, the body of Christ. Yes, he can do that, okay? Um, but does that mean that he's going to uh, bring us a new... Uh, that's not how the, the kingdom of God comes to earth, okay? That's not how that happens. Um, I hope I'm not butchering that up too much. There are those people that believe in the seven mountain mandate, and that we're going to take over all the main points of this earth, and that once we get all that uh, done, then Jesus is going to come back. Okay, I've talked about that before. That's what a lot of the uh, New Age Christians believe. And I call them New Age Christians. Um, basically, it's the Pente- well, it's the Pen- they call them Pentecostals, Charismatics, whatnot. Okay, um, I have uh, laid claim in my own Pentecostal roots in my family's past. Okay, but to my own shame. I regret doing that just simply because of what happened to what used to be called Pentecostal, okay? It's not even the same face of what it used to be. 
So when I refer to Pentecostal in my family roots, I'm really just saying the churches that we came from were more like um, what is called, you know, believing in the spiritual gifts, believing in the power of God to deliver you in a real way in your life, um, believing in the Word of God, um, uh, believing in uh, the the not only the nine gifts of the, or the nine gifts of the spirit but the fruits of the spirit it, it was not what you see today the way it has been infiltrated with all of this other stuff okay so that is what the new i call them new age churches because they've been taken over by um theosophy and and new age beliefs which was um which was well planned out by a lady named Alice Bailey, okay? Look up her um, plan and strategy to infiltrate the Christian church. Just Google it up, okay? Can't be stupid with a smartphone. Google it up. And she laid it out just as plain as day, and almost every point that she laid out, I don't know how many points there were, have come to pass today. And the church has been infiltrated. Churches. Um very sad so please 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 what I'm saying to you the message today is don't be deceived the re- the way that we get deceived is because the enemy knows what you want he knows that you want a peaceful life right don't we all he knows that we don't want to go through trial and tribulation right he knows that we're, um, we want to see the wicked fall. Okay. All these things. But God said in his Bible that that's going to happen. It's going to happen in due season. Okay. God will have his day. The day of the Lord. Okay. Um, the enemy takes the things that hearts desire. Okay. Go back to the podcast. Um, the heart is, is, is deceitful. Um, and he uses uh, them to to lure us, you know, because we want to believe that what they're saying is true. We want to believe somebody is up there taking these guys out. Um, and sometimes people, human nature is that you so desperately want that to be true that you're going to convince yourself that that's true. And now you've swallowed it hook, line, and sinker, and you're on the line. You're on the hook. And that's why people follow people like Julie Green and many of these other false prophets, okay? They they want to believe that so much that they're going to find somebody that will tell them the lies they want to hear. That's exactly what happened in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 23. And courage, courage, my love, okay? Courage is what you need to see the truth. Courage is what you need to stand up. When you see a false prophet attacking, okay, courage is what you need to stand up against that. Courage is what you need to face that loved one that you know. I see, I think there's a reason why I'm doing this. You know, God leads us to do these kind of things. That loved one that somebody listening to this podcast knows that follows this woman and maybe always sends it to you on your text or you know on facebook or whatnot uh oh look at this woman she's prophesying you know um 
courage that you need to gently and lovingly share with that person the truth that this is connected to deep occultic roots. It's like playing dot to dot. Remember dot to dot books? <laughs> when I was a little girl, I would have those. Mama would buy those for me. I still remember. She bought them for me when I was sick. And she bought me all these little puzzle books and stuff. But the little dot to dot, you know, and you connect all the dots. And then it makes a bigger picture. Okay. You can gently and lovingly do that with people who are deceived. But pray for them first. Because, um... They, they need God's Spirit to move in their life so that they'll be willing to receive the truth, okay? And then you are going to have to take one for the team in most situations <laughs> where you're going to have to be the bad guy and they're probably going to get really mad at you and insulted. Their feelings are going to get hurt that, that you think they're listening to false prophets, Okay, that's a process that person you're going to have to if you love that person, you're going to have to walk with that person. You have to walk through those things. You're going to have to take the brunt of it for a while. And then in due time, God willing, with lots of prayer, that person's going to see the truth. Okay, hallelujah. That's what it's really about. Hallelujah. You shall know the truth and it will set you free. Courage is very important. You need courage. One thing about courage is God always honors courage. Okay? Courage is, is um, one of the marks of a believer, in my in my, my opinion. I mean, uh, God uh, says in His Bible that the fearful go into hell first in Revelations. It's the opposite of courage. God's called you to be a courageous warrior for Him. And you don't have to be all big and scary with it, you know. Just go in and, and lovingly show this person. Don't try to make them feel foolish. People don't like to be done like that, okay? Hallelujah. I hope you got something good out of that, of what I've said today. And I felt led to share it with you. But I'm going to put these links on here for you. It's this latest Julie Green Fox prophecy on Rumble. Um, and then it's also going to be uh, blissfulvisions.com for people who want to look at it. Okay? Any kind of prophets that come into these churches that, you know, today, you know, uh, anything that sounds like that, you'll be able to pinpoint it. Say, well, I <laughs> that ain't from God. Let me tell you something. God and Satan don't say the same things like they're in agreement with one another, man and woman of God right? Okay. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Okay. So hallelujah. I pray that you got warned or that you got informed. Some of you just got informed. Some of you got, um, a kick out of this podcast because maybe it's something that you've been looking at. Okay. Or maybe some of you out there, like I said, you have somebody, a loved one, a friend or something that's following after this false line prophet. And they need to be dealt with. And you've been wondering what to do. Okay? Well, here it is. So, with that, I'm going to say, um, uh, no matter what goes on, and no matter who's out there acting crazy on the internet, and spreading false lies, and trying to prophesy by the mouth of Baal, and no matter what kind of crazy you see, just have yourself a lovely day anyways. Mm-hmm.